Hey guys, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This episode was done via Zoom with food influencer and food TV producer Jeremy Jakobowitz from the Brunch Boys in New York. Fun episode did this via Zoom, like I said, super fun episode. It might make you hungry, it might not. I don't know your issues with food or if they are like mine. Uh, very interesting talk with uh, Jeremy. I think you'll like this episode a lot. Um, I am traveling again t- uh, tonight. If it depends on when you hear this, I'll be at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. Then I'll be at the Metropolitan at the Willis Tower with Marty Rosa on September 19th. Then headlining House of Comedy in Arizona September 21st. And then headlining JP's in Gilbert's, Arizona September 22nd through the 24th. If you know people in Arizona, please, please send them there. I want to sell these shows out again Looney Bin, Oklahoma, next week, September 26th to October 1st. Then I am in Coral Gables, October 8th, and then headlining Arlington Draft House as well in Washington, D.C. If you know people there, tell them to come out there Sunday, October 9th, which is the day before Columbus Day. And then I am headlining, for the first time, Zanies in Rosemont on Sunday, October 16th. PaulFComedy.com has links to all those tickets. Hopefully you can make it to one of those shows. Send your friends if you have friends in Arizona, D.C., or Rosemont, or Saugatuck, Michigan. I don't know. Um, You can get my shirt, Better Call Paul, uh, on my website as well or at the shows. All the proceeds go to Parkinson's Foundation. And if you are listening to this for the first time, please subscribe, rate us, Tell your friends, share, all that stuff. I want to get my ratings back up. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm doing great with all the live shows. Hopefully see you in a uh, town soon. If I'm not in your town and you want me there, or if you want any comedians that you like, the best way to tell them or get them into your city is to uh, tell the comedy clubs that you uh, go to. Uh, they listen to you guys more than they listen to us. So um, I get a lot of people ask me, when am I going to be in Dayton? When am I going to be... I'm trying my darndest. So that's it. Hope you like this episode. And please, please, please feel free to email me at pfarvargmail.com if you have any comments, concerns. I started a blog on my website. And actually, I've been doing it for a year. But now I'm um, telling people about it. So I, if you have questions about the podcast or anything, pfarvargmail.com. I usually answer them in a form of a blog if it's something I could answer uh, in that regard. I've also got it on my LinkedIn So friend me on LinkedIn. Check out our sponsors. Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We are doing this podcast via Zoom with no voice of reason. Uh, Very excited for our next guest. Uh, You guys might know him as part of the Brunch Boys. Uh, He's a food influencer. So it's a little different than the comedians we have, but I'm sure he has amazing stories to tell us about his dating life. Jeremy Jacobowitz. Did I say it right? Yes, that's perfect. Hello. Hey, Jeremy. I'll try and be. And now I'm nervous. You're like, oh, not one of the comedians. I'm like, oh, God. I mean, I'll try and be funny, I guess. No, you don't need to. You've got you've got <laughs> way more shit to talk about than most of us. You know, like you are, you're in a situation where I, I think just dating you, if I were a girl, I would be so fucking intimidated because. Intimidated. Okay. Yeah, because you are kind of like. Look, for comedians, I think it's hard because, you know, we're funny and people expect you to be funny. But like if you're on a date uh, and like you're going to a a restaurant with a a food expert, that's got to be pretty hard. 
I, I guess so. I mean, I would say, honestly, it's more that they're just excited because I do think it's like, especially being in New York, like, like people are very passionate about foods. But so when you find people that aren't, it's like a big red, red flag for people. So I do find it's more the opposite, but they're like, oh, wow. Like I, like, I really wanted to go out with you because I know that you love food and you like know the best food or whatever, like excited to know like where I could take them, what adventures they could go on. I do think like more, more excitement than being, being nervous, I think. Are there, are, but does it make you, because you are in the field, are you more of a, like a snob about uh, food or if someone has, you have strong opinions, I assume about certain things. Kind of. I actually think I'm the complete opposite having worked in food for this long, like before yeah. even all the influencer stuff, like you used to work in food TV. So like I've been in so many restaurants, I've been to so many chefs, like I just like, I don't know. And I think like food is very subjective. Like I try and just be very positive about everything that I do and like, Maybe I don't like this particular dish, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Like, I don't I have a lot of leeway with it, honestly, right. just having been through it for so many years. Like, I don't want to, I, I hate being super critical of, of food, actually. So I'm, I'm almost the opposite, which, which is funny. But I also think you can't be fake, right? Like, I mean, like if somebody, like I'm a music snob, yeah. if someone's like says their favorite band is, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, who I hate for some stupid reason, <laughs> I'm be like, well, wait, why? Like I... I feel like you would have, wouldn't you have to at least question, like if they say, you know, I think McDonald's is one of the uh, best restaurants of all time. What are you going to do? Oh, no, sure. I mean, I, I definitely have like strong opinions on things. Like even one thing on my, on one of my dating profiles, I think it's on Hinge where they have the, the prompts. It says like, uh, like, give me some, I forget what the prompt is like, give me some take. And I'm like, I hate rainbow bagels. And it's an interesting response. I get back to that. Cause that does tell me something about them. Like one response, you've got the funniest one. I screenshot it. I got knows where it is now, but literally like some girl responded. She's like, my mom invented the rainbow bagel. Get out. <laughs> I was like, I think this is a sign that we shouldn't go out there. <laughs> yeah, Opposites attract, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I would think that, um, I would think that, like you said earlier, because you know this scene, that might be a situation where people just go out with you just because they want to experience like a date where someone knows what the fuck they're talking about, just to to be sure. like kind of a sponge to take your information. Do you have do you have that problem? Uh, no, unfortunately for them, uh, I really I would never do a first date eating food. So <laughs> for for multiple reasons, not for that reason, just sure. for the reason of like. I don't know. My whole approach is like, I don't know who this person is. I don't want to get roped into some fucking dinner or somebody. Let's just go get drinks and see how it is. If he ends up getting food, that's totally fine afterwards. But I don't want to set up, set up that expectation of, you know, we're going to go eat dinner because that's not the type of date I, I personally want to be on. Yeah. At a first date, I always say something short, right. easy, get out, in and out. Mm -hmm. So exactly. speaking, uh, speaking of dating, how are, why are you single? You think like, are you, uh, what's uh tell us what, what, why yeah. you're I mean, I think there's a multitude of reasons. I think like, listen, I have the same like issue that everyone in New York has, which is like grass is always greener. And there's a billion people. Someone asked the other day, they're like, why, why is everyone in New York single? Like, isn't there, aren't there so many people to go out with? I'm like, yes, but that is the problem. It's like, you're able to pick apart and be selective, probably too picky with it. So I think it's part of it too. I think part of it too is just like, you know, I mean, it's not that I haven't found girls that I've been interested in, but you know, those girls haven't been interested in dating me. So I've had one long-term relationship years and years and years ago. I've had a couple very smaller things, but I don't know, you know, I'm 35. I, I my perspective is like, it doesn't really get me down in any way. I think just kind of part of the game and you just go through it and go the ebbs of flows of yeah. even wanting and motivated to go on dates. Like I honestly can't tell you last date I went on. It's probably been a few months, but you know, I'm like, whatever, maybe I'll be more. Now it's the fall. 
summer's over, feeling more energized. Maybe I'll be more motivated <laughs> to go on dates. It's pumpkin spice season. Do you have strong opinions <laughs> about that then? <laughs> I'm all I'm all in. It's not what I'm necessarily going to order, but you go go for it if you love it. When you uh you said you were in a long-term relationship, how how long was long what's long for you? That was a year. Okay, that's a long time for me. And that was the only that's the only one I would ever consider like boyfriend, girlfriend, legitimate relationship. Okay. Everything else has just been like, well, you know, little tiny things here, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And and do you do, let me ask you this. I mean, it seems like I mean you're still young and you're in New York where I think places like New York and LA and bigger cities, people are more selfish. They don't they're ambitious, they don't have time or need mm-hmm. somebody else to be fair. It's not like you're in a small town in Boise out of where you have to get married because there's nothing else to do. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad, I totally agree. Right. And I, and that's not even a judgment so much as right. that's just the way it is. You know, you mm-hmm. don't think mm-hmm. about dating when you're busy and you're being productive or you're doing cool shit. And uh, so that's part of it. But for you, um, do you want to get married and have kids? Is that something that's like a priority to you at some point? Or no? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a priority to me. Okay. On like a very basic level of like, no, that's I mean, I know that's what I want. I also have this, uh, my approach to it is like, you know, people always ask like, well, what's the meaning of life? Like to me, it's very easy. Like we're all built to literally just reproduce. So that seems to me like the whole point we're here. So if you don't do that, I mean, listen, do whatever you want. I'm not judging or if you don't want kids, but for me personally, I'm like, that seems to be why we're here. So maybe I should do that. So do you get pressure from your family to do that? Um, I think my mom would prefer that it happens soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, you know, whatever I, I can, I can handle her. She's just a Jewish mother. It's all right. Yeah. Are you, are you an only child or do you have brothers and sisters who have kids? Uh, I, I have a younger sister. Okay. So she's, she does not, she's not married. She has some kids. She has a long-term boyfriend for yeah. the past few years, but yeah. Yeah. Having uh, uh parents, once they have, once they have grandkids, my brother has kids. So it's like, cool. I don't hear anything anymore. So it's, it's <laughs> what about um, what, how are you meeting people when you do go on dates? You said hinge already. Is that like your go-to or are you meeting people in the real world? Yeah. I mean, I have a bunch of apps going, Bumble's going and hinge is going and Raya and locks club. Um, they're all kind of going. And then the yeah, real world Instagram, uh, I, to me, like there's no, you know, hard, fast rules to it. So it's like, I don't, however I meet someone that's great. Yeah, I, well, you said Locks Club. I'm assuming that's a food thing, or what is it? No, it's a Jewish thing. Okay, I okay. think everyone technically is allowed in, but they have a giant waiting list. I don't want to get the information wrong. It's supposed to be like a Jewish social thing. Okay, um, they throw badass parties. I actually enjoy, enjoy that the most. They threw a fashion week party last week. It was great. I think I did. I think I did a comedy show in New York for that group. That's why now I'm starting to think about. Okay, it. Uh, yeah, there's there's J Day too for as well but you don't use that one i assume no lox hub is more like it's because it's like very new it's like very new york and very like a certain type of new york jew i guess like i find it like i'm like okay like there's the people in there are like all really interesting and cool and their events are really cool they've done like workout classes like okay i kind of like i like that aspect of it rather than like a very hardcore matching thing right i think i think events like that where it's young social uh, professionals or whatever that's always a great place to meet people but like exactly. meeting people organically at a bar now i feel like those days are kind of numbered uh maybe i mean it's certainly you don't have to you know people ask me all the time like oh where can i meet people i'm like I, like it, it's funny it's, it's girls asking me that they're like how could i approach a guy i'm like 
I don't know. Men are stupid. Literally just go up to them. Like men, men won't judge you for hit like you hitting on them ever. Absolutely. Women will judge the fuck out of you. And yeah. their friends will judge you even worse. It's hard for yeah. men to approach women. For a woman, I'm like, so and she was like, there's a guy at a gym. How do I approach him? I'm like, literally just go up to him and ask him like how to do a workout. Like there's nothing he wants to talk about more. And he will talk for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. I and, and going to what you said, like in in you know, when when I was younger when we were younger you, the only way you met girls was going to a bar and every girl i've ever dated for a long term i met at a bar usually at like three in the morning that's when <laughs> you start having the ball to talk to girls right. when you're insecure right. so uh, those days like you said now there's so much shaming and uh and uh women are so mean sometimes to guys when they do approach and it's, it's like it's it's hard and then they're mean when you don't approach it's a lose you know it's a lose lose sometimes yeah. right <laughs> right so what when you said you go on dates are like uh are there situations where you go on a date where you do go eat with them and someone does something that you're like oh no that's not gonna work like because i i mean for yeah. comedy it's easy if 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 you go to a comedy show with a woman i think it's great if you guys laugh at the same things or you don't that's going to be a red flag. Yeah. People like comics that are just hacks. That's a deal breaker for me in a lot of ways. Cause nah. it just kind of fucks everything up for you. Is there something that happens? I mean, obviously I assume if you're in the food industry for me, when someone treats service industry, people shitty, shitty, it's, it turns me off big time, but there's stuff like that. Maybe not their order uh, yeah. so much, but anything that like you, I mean, I, I, I think, yes, if they, treat the service or anything should you like yes that's a red flag generally it's not being generally for me it's just more like it's really like what they can eat for diet or other reasons or how excited they are about eating like listen be, besides it being my job to like literally travel the world and eat like it's just what excites me whether i was being paid for it or not like that's what i enjoy doing in all my time so like if i'm going out with someone just like not excited doesn't really want to try new things doesn't want to do that it's just like well this is both my professional and personal life is really based around this. And if we're not sort of vibing on that, you know, that's like, that's something that you look for in a partner beyond just, yeah. you know, a, you know, the first few dates, which is the point of going on these first dates. So I think like, listen, that's fine for them. I just don't think it's the right fit for me. Right. Would you, uh, uh what, could you date a vegan? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I fucking love sushi. Like I, the idea of dating someone to me is like, cool, let's go do like a fun omakase. You know what I mean? Like to not be able to do that is like heartbreaking. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause uh, yeah, I, I just can't imagine, you know, there's so many good vegan restaurants, I assume in, in New York, but and man, there's great, vegan, there's great vegan options, a great vegan restaurant. Sure. Yeah. Like she could, we could go to most restaurants and find something she could eat, but I like sharing and ordering a thousand dishes right. and like, right. Uh, I I was just in LA with the with the friends and her friends and we went to like um uh we went to Mother Wolf which is like a Roman and Italian pasta place so like basically pizzas pastas carbs everything she gets there and her friends like oh yeah no I'm gluten free and I was like shaking in rage that like we like <laughs> I want to share every dish is like an expensive restaurant now I can't do that <laughs> and she was very nice about it like she let us just order some stuff and like it all worked out perfectly but I was like oh god I can't stand yeah. this. That would be stressful. What about, <laughs> are there, are there types of orders when you, when someone orders, can, does it tell you a lot about them? Like the way they order, like if they are very specific or whether certain types of dishes, do you learn about the person? Like, yeah. That? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's that going back to like that adventure stuff. It's like, you know, a lot of 
I like ordering weird stuff. So the excitement is like, hey, if you tried this, no, 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 don't try it. Or like, oh, what is that? Like, just like being excited about that, I think like makes me excited. Like even like I would, I'll go to this um, sort of Japanese inspired place in Brooklyn called Rule of Thirds. It's one of my favorite restaurants. And they do like duck hearts on a skewer. And like, that's a good test. We're like, listen, it's weird. But like, and you don't have to like it, but like, you should at least like be like, oh, I'm interested in trying that. And if you take a bite and you think it sucks, like, that's okay. I don't, I don't care. Again, food is subjective, but like, at least that you're excited about the experience of trying stuff. I've certainly tried lots of weird shit that I did not enjoy eating and don't want to eat again. That's yeah. fine. But I was excited to try it at least. Sure. Are there, uh, are there like coats? I just went on a date recently where uh, she wanted to split everything. And then um, we got to the cheeseburger at this place. They're known for their cheeseburgers. And uh, they asked, how do you want it ordered? And I said, well, I want it medium rare. And she wanted it well. And then that's where Oof. Sparks just went. Does oh, that well is tough. At least she could say medium. Well is like, why are you even getting the burger? That's, that, thank you. <laughs> I was just going to ask you. Like, I was like, is, is, if someone orders a steak or, or something well done, does that say something about them? Like, I just assume. Yeah. Do you know what? Either- the, not to like, I mean, if you want to yell at me and you could stop being even this political if you want but do you know what trump's favorite order was at 21 club in new york city he would eat there every day when he lived in new york city what was it he would get a well-done steak with ketchup and a virgin bloody mary so just tomato juice like that's a like that tells you something about that man that he wants a well-done steak with ketchup and and tomato juice for dinner i i got into a huge fight about it and i said that when we went on a like a Google search, I assume people that order well is like they're baby boomers or something's wrong. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have a great opportunity to bring this up now. So I'm not, I wasn't crazy to say that that's- No, and even movie. like, I mean, listen, you like to me, it's like, okay, maybe you compromise in the middle and maybe like you eat a little bit more of the edge and maybe try the, what, I mean, you yeah. know, there's lots of ways to go about it, but well is- Well's a, that's a, what I mean, if, or like, I don't know, uh, it's too much now. <laughs> No, tell me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think like, okay, like I'm I'm thinking about how do we compromise here? Like maybe not in the restaurant. Like, okay, maybe, you know, we we get because we're getting a thick burger this time, we go, you know, uh medium rare, because that's what I want. And next time we'll go get a smash burger, which is cooked a little bit more, so we don't have to worry about the temperature. Right. But you know, maybe you should both try each other's things rather than just doing a thick, well done burger, which yeah, we did we did medium well, so nobody was happy. It was like, <laughs> it was like the worst experience. <laughs> But uh, are there like tips? Like, can can you help me if I if someone orders Brussels sprouts? Does that do I assume they have daddy issues? Like, is there stuff no. like that? <laughs> I don't. I mean, so. I love Brussels. I would sprouts. say more judging. Friends. I would say more judging on like if you're like, hey, what's your favorite restaurant? And it's something like, uh, it, I think I'll that n- not good or bad, but like, all right, that gives you a little insight of the way they think for sure what their favorite restaurant is. When I'm on, I see as comedians, we have to travel a lot. And sometimes you're in towns where there's no real cuisine. Um, but I always try to avoid chain restaurants whenever possible. Unless, you know, obviously uh, we I don't eat dinner until after shows sometimes. And so for me, when somebody does recommend or they're like, let's go to Applebee's or some shit like that, that, that kind of is like a kind of a deal breaker for me. And I'm not even a food yeah. person. I assume I mean, for you it's like, no way. I mean, listen, if that's what's in town, I'll fucking eat Applebee's. I don't care. Yeah. But like, um, well, what's funny is, by the way, but that's different. Oh, yeah. Well, well it's funny. So I, when I was a TV producer, I was much more that lifestyle, like on the road, like shitty hotels, eating whenever I could, whatever. So we're in, we're at the Oklahoma State Fair filming in there. It's my camera guy's birthday. 
We're in, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Where the fuck? No, sorry. We were in, uh, what's a city in Kansas? Kansas Wichita. City. We were Wichita. Wichita. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've been there. So I'm thinking like, all right, there's got to be fucking cows here or something. I'm like, hey, like, it's my camera guy's birthday. It's a Saturday night. Like, we've had a long day. I just want to take him to the best steakhouse in town. I was talking to people at the fair. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got the best steakhouse. I'm like, all right, let's hear it. They go, Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> I go, I'm not bringing him to Longhorn Steakhouse. There has to be something else in this town. And there was not much. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, no, actually, Wichita has good, they have good uh, steak places, like uh, our barbecue that they're known for. But everything in those towns closed at like nine o'clock. Well, that was what I was going to say. That I, was the problem was that I was like, it's a Saturday night. I start calling up every restaurant. Nothing was open. We ended up, it actually ended up being a great meal. We found like some random casino that had a steakhouse in the back. So just like literal cowboys there, like smoking, drinking, us walking, us like, you know, New Yorkers walking by them. And we had a great experience. They had a, yeah. he got, he got to have a thousand drinks and a steak. He was happy. That's great. Now for going back to, deal breakers for you it's and maybe not like so much a deal breaker but what are their other what are their other peaks on you thinking oh this might not work not to say it wouldn't but obviously are there like other things maybe not food related that you're like yeah it's not gonna work i mean i think just at this point being 35 and like going out with enough girls you like every time you go out with someone you learn something new about them and yourself about what you want and i do think like i have a much clearer idea about what i want i think as you get older too, and you're thinking more seriously, you just like have more stuff too. Like, I do think that like, I know that I'm just attracted to someone that is more in the creative fields, more has a lifestyle like my own. I think that I'm just kind of bored if you're not like that. And I also think that having two very different lifestyles like that sometimes can work. But for me, I don't want that. Like the joy of my life is that I'm not nine to five and I get to do whatever I want. And like, again, going back to like, let me find a partner or like, Hey, like if I want to go away for two weeks to have this opportunity, like I want someone to come and enjoy it with me. Right. And that's really hard if like a very nine to five or whatever kind of life. Right. And I just think you don't understand it either. Like I work every single day. And I think that when you are nine to five like that, you don't understand why I would work every day if I'm my own boss. Yeah. So I think having some more in the career to feel like, oh, okay, I understand that hustle, I understand that culture, I understand why you have to do that. So much that's and that's exactly what we deal with in uh, in comedy too, and musicians deal with it too. It, it's it's so hard for people to realize that this is our you know the times that they normally want to go on dates. At least for us, we don't we're working seven to ten every night, so our night starts at ten. You know, and people are like you're calling me at your booty calling me at ten. It's like no, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking food because this is when I need dinner. Right, but, like that doesn't work now. For for your field though, are there so for comics? You know, obviously, you know, we try. Not, I always tell people not to date other comics. Like comedy adjacent is okay, but mm. is there something like that with food in the food industry where like, oh, can't date other um, influencers? I mean, maybe other. I don't. I don't think there's any like hard fast rules to it. Certainly, people do and don't. I don't really think I've gone out with any like influencers. Maybe I have. It was forgetting, but I don't tend to drift that way i'm not totally against it okay but i do think that like sometimes you feel like with other influencers like whether they're interested in you're not even if they like just want to get coffee or whatever it's like well are they just like chasing clout like what do these people want i think you're asking a lot more questions like that which not that i'm so worried about but like okay like maybe in the back of my mind a little bit like okay like what's this game in new york a little less i see it a lot in la not shocking yeah for for speaking of chasing clout, does that situation where you deal with too, where 
when I, when I match with someone, I I'm very public on my uh, hinge and all the, on the apps. Do you have that problem where you're like, okay, can I have your, I need to see your Instagram. I need your last name. And they give you a pushback. Like, cause I like to um, I know mm. who they are. Do you do? Your I, I agree with your thought process. I don't ask. I just do the research myself. Right. I'll gather enough information or I could figure this out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes it's, it's hard to separate if it's a fan or if it's a, a person, oh. it's just like, um, I mean, even I a fan, for the most part, I think when most of they are pretty upfront when they know me or not, like they kind of like lean into it a little bit. So like, and also people ask the time, Oh my God, do you date fans? Like, I mean, I don't consider it dating fans, but like a lot of people follow me. So inevitably they probably at least are aware of who I am. Right. I don't really think they're super fans, but like, they're like, Oh cool. Like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen your videos on TikTok, like more stuff like that than anything. Cool. Like someone that's adjacent to you in the creative field is always going to help. So, right. um, what are the things that you, we talked about deal breakers though? Like what about, what are there things that you do other than being a creative? If you matched up the last 10 girls you dated, do you have a type? Do they all look the same? Do they all? Well, kind of it's, it's, it's funny you say that. So I was in this article in New York magazine, the cut a few weeks ago, now, a few months ago now where they had, they had, they reached out to every girl I've matched with and gone on a date with from a dating app over the past 10 years. So I gave them the reason, only reason I was able to do it. Like I, I admitted this oh, in the right. article and to the girls, like I didn't really necessarily remember who everyone was, but I put everyone in my phone on how I met them. So it would say like Catherine Bumble or whatever. I'd right. be like, oh, cool. Like I know this. So, anyway, so I gave the number. So New York Mag did the work and they reached out to everybody and they got about 10 girls to come do this photo shoot with me. And I like, I generally joke about having a type um, and like, but you sort of see it play out in that photo it was like holy shit like every girl like i i if you ask me i would say like i'm not necessarily like into tall girls necessarily because i'm six four so people are like oh you must be in tall girls i'm like no not really like i think there's a limit to how short i can go just because it gets awkward at some point but like out of the 10 girls like nine of them were over six feet tall that were in the photo. Oh, wow. i was like maybe without me even realizing it i do have a type but i also blame hinge i blame hinge for that because i think hinge's algorithm sees me at six, four and pushes girls to me that are tall. I think it knows. So just inevitably I'm going to end up matching with more taller girls. Well, people also, women have the ability to put their deal breakers on age and, and size. Right. So you're getting all the people that are saying they want to date six foot over six and six and over. Right. So right. It is funny that they're all, are, are they all, even basketball players? Like I just assume. Uh, I don't even no, I'm trying to any women that are six foot tall. That's why I asked that. They were they were all like five eleven, six feet. Like the tallest I've dated, she or tallest I went on a date with, I guess she's like six two. Okay. Which is tall. I mean, again, I mean, even being six four, like a girl with six two is like, you know, they're gonna be tall. But I don't really notice height at all, unless you're very short or very tall. It all looks the same to me, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they you tend to date taller women. Are you <laughs> Are you, uh, is there like a, we only date Jewish women or you're all, all over no, the No, I don't think so. I think it's like a nice thing to think about, but like my Jewishness is very like New York Jew culture where like, sure. I'm not so religious. So it's not that big of a deal to me. It's, it's nice, but I don't really, it's not like I seek that out or whatever. Excellent. Well, so what, what are your, what are you doing now in terms of trying to meet people now? Are you, uh, just doing the dating apps or are you going to these things events that you talked about earlier? 
yeah, I'll go to some events. Again, like I just don't put anything into it because I don't put the pressure on it. It's like, sure, like the apps are going and I match with some people and I talk to some people and maybe go out with them. Sure, I'll go to an event, but I put no expectation on those events. And it's it's interesting seeing the approach of people at the events, particularly the women. I think, you know, whatever men maybe have a little bit more of a relaxed approach and stuff. Like you could kind of, you'll talk to these girls and you could kind of see the ones that are there, like who's going to be my husband. You know what I mean? Just by the questions they're asking you about stuff, it's like, oh, wow, they're like literally here being like, I'm here to find my husband or it's a failure. Or my approach is like, I don't know, I kind of wanted a fun, fun night out. And like, if I meet someone, that's nice. Yeah, I, think, I think that what I learned in New York, when I did that event, I was the, I was the talent. I wasn't uh, uh, performing. So I, I, I even before I went on stage, I was approached by three different women. Like, it was pretty aggressive. You don't see oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit. They're, they're on it. They're, they were on it fast and I wasn't dressed up as much as everybody else because I, I asked if I needed to wear a suit and I was the only one not wearing a suit uh, or a sport coat at least. But uh, it was aggressive and uh, and it was like to the point. And in L.A., they're aggressive, but it's a different kind of aggressive. It's kind of like, okay. where do you what, where do you live? What kind of car oh, yeah. do you have? And she'll oh, like, yeah. Where I always say it's funny. It's like that's a different the difference I always tell people about like L.A. and New York. And I spend a lot of time in L.A both when I was in TV and now it's just out there we go is like that first question people ask you and what people's response to that is. So new both places. It's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, what do you do? So in New York, the answer is always like, Oh, you know, like, Oh God, I work so hard. I kill myself. Like oh, I do this. I just got to hustle. Like no matter what job you have and how much money you have and the response back is always like, wow. Like, yeah, like I respect that. Like I get it. Like we're both in New York. We're both trying to like make it. Even if you're a billionaire, you're still out here hustling in LA. People are like, oh, you know, like, I don't know, just kind of like hang out and do whatever influencer. And people are like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's what they respect is you doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. yeah. like, I'm an influencer or I'm uh, they say that I'm an entrepreneur a lot. Kind of right. A founder. It's like, right. Right. All right. right. <laughs> um, have you gone on any dates recently where you're just like, oh, that was the worst date I've ever been on? Like, <laughs> the worst, but like, you're like. I'm not going to do, you learn from the experience that you want. Yeah. Uh, not recently. I would say like, I think it's way easier for men to go on those dates and not have like this horrible experience. It's just because like women can like control their crazy for a while. Men can't. So I find out like women always tell me, it's like, Hey, tell me like a crazy first date story. And she would be like, Oh my God. Like I got to the bar and he's took his dick out. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah. okay. A, a guy's crazy. Like I'm not shocked that that happened. We're girls yeah. like, a girl can contain her crazy for at least a few dates. So those first dates are always like, <laughs> whatever. Like the, the worst date I had, <laughs> the worst first date I ever had was like, I don't know this girl. This is a very long story. So I'll try and make yeah. it short. Yeah, no. But it's essentially we had like matched on hinge. We'd sort of known each other from a, a while ago, whatever. Went out. And like, it was just a date where like, she just like, wasn't talking. So I just felt like, okay, well, it's not really a connection here. That's totally fine. Again, it's a first date. That's what they're for. You're not good. You know, whatever. So talk, 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 talk. She barely has, she like has half a drink. And I'm just like, I think I was like, okay, like, do you want anything else? And she's like, no, just a water. I'm like, okay, cool. Like this date's definitely over. Like, great. In my mind, I'm like deciding what to order for dinner. I'm going to go home, whatever. So I get the check and she's like, okay, where are we going next? And I was like, oh, she thinks this is going well. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, like, I guess I could always keep drinking. What do I care? So we went to the next bar. And I get another drink at this point. I'm like, this, this date is so boring. I just want to get over with. It was like a Thursday Friday night. So now I'm like, okay, we've had a few drinks. 
I'll just keep drinking because I'll go meet up my friends. Because generally, I want to stay like drink for drink with someone on a date. But in my, in my brain, I'm like, this date's over. I don't fucking care. I want to drink. And she could continue having half a sip of her drink. I don't really care. So we're there. My voice is hoarse at this point because she hasn't said a word. And I've just been right. talking, talking, talking. So finally, we're done at that bar. And I'm thinking, I'm free. I'm free. She goes, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I go, okay. So I was like, uh, so she had mentioned, she's like, Shake Shack fries. I'm like, oh, go get some fries. Shake Shack's right there. She's like, no, I don't really want that. And I was going to go back to Brooklyn. We were in Manhattan. So I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to go back to Brooklyn. You're more than welcome to come with me and you can get food in Williamsburg. Okay, cool. I'm like, great. This will be over as soon as we get back to Brooklyn. We get in the car and she's like, oh, I think I'm blackout. And I was like, if I, I was like, how? I was like, she's had like two drinks in four hours. But now I'm like, well, now my plan is to just ditch her. But now I can't do that. I'm like, going to ditch some girls blackout. So, yeah. Like brought her back to Brooklyn and like got her some food and sat there <laughs> making sure she like drank water. And like, finally I was like, are you, do you like feel okay enough to get home? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> but I was like, we were on completely different dates. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy how that happens. And there's just so no self-awareness on dates. Sometimes with people, you go on these dates and you're like, did you really think that I was going to call you back? Like someone will call me and be like, Hey, so I haven't heard from you. I'm like, yeah, we were talking about January 6th and you said some weird shit. You know, like, it's like, uh-huh. yeah. So sometimes people say stuff and they don't, they don't realize how it affects them. But um, yeah. Or say nothing for hours and just right. expect the date to go right. well. I, don't know. I mean, for me, look, I, I'll go to a date and if it, I know immediately it's not going anywhere, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe this could turn into something like a cool friendship, you know? And I always, my yes. positive energy, mm-hmm. I find something positive in it. Um, or, you know, like, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll meet someone and I can introduce her to my I have a lot of girlfriends who need other girlfriends. I'm like, oh, you should go out with my friend, you know, Becky. She needs. So that's what absolutely. I'm thinking. But that's that's absolutely my approach. My approach is like have like listen. I'm I like I don't know if I'm not dating with intention or not, but I do feel that like I don't walk out of any any of those situations, and I'm like, oh man, that sucked. It's like no, okay, maybe it wasn't a match, but like who cares? It was just a night out. What's the difference? Or yeah. maybe it's a friend or maybe it's this, or maybe just a connection. Like it, it really doesn't matter. Like it really was not that bad. Yeah. Worst case, they follow you on Instagram. It's another follow, right? Sure. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl accused me of that. Some girl accused me. I only found out because I guess this is, this is years ago. So I forgot these. I went out with this girl. It was another date, like many, many days. So just sort of like, Oh, didn't really feel a connection. Wasn't talking much. I could just tell stories. I just tell a bunch of stories. What do I care? A year or two later, I run into this girl and she's like, oh, you went on a date with my roommate or friend or whatever. And she's like, yeah, like she said, you just spent the whole time talking about your job or whatever. And that she felt like you just go on dates to get followers. So I was like, do you think I went on 500,000 dates in New York City? Like I have the time to go on dates to get one follower. Like that's insane. <laughs> I have on my on my right. I think I think it's on Hinge. It says. If you don't like me, at least you'll enjoy my podcast singles only. And then people are like, you're just doing to get listeners. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, but yeah, you can get, you'll learn a lot about me from my podcast if you listen. And a lot of times people listen, like, do you really think marriage is an outdated institution? I'm like, yeah, but I lean into it on the, on the podcast a little more, right. but, but yeah, I do agree that like, well, I'm, I want to get married the next six months. I'm like, well, this is a good <laughs> So it works. Yeah. Some people think that like that's they or they'll say 
they'll say, oh, you're just going on dates to get stories for your for your, right. your stand-up. I'm like, you have to be really fucking interesting for me. <laughs> yes, for odds me. are you're not going to be a story. <laughs> it's such a crazy situation. Well, Jeremy, we are out of time. I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and, and telling us about yourself. I'd love to have you back on when I'm in New York. We could do it live next time. Um, sure. If you want... Where can people find out more about the Brunch Boys and everything else about you? Just type my name in everything, Jeremy Jakobowitz, and you should be able to find me. So Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. God, I have I have them all going. Apps you guys have never even heard of. I, I So there's this app in India called Rizzle. You ever heard of it? No. Well, I really don't know what it is either, but I have 375,000 followers there. So I'm oh, like, yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. huge in India. I love it. <laughs> hey whatever it takes man well i look forward to seeing the new projects you have coming up too uh, production wise and everything else too now that shit's opened up again um thank you so much jeremy for 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 doing the podcast and thank you all for listening to another edition of singles only podcast okay i know it's all fun and games my better call paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say better call paul uh Donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFcomedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome.